Ankernos, it's Friday night, and, and why not? We're here. Might as well make the most of it, right? Facebook is introducing one of the greatest features known to mankind, and it's called the snooze button, and where it's, you can snooze your friends. We'll get into that a little bit. How about the craziest tech patents that just came out from Google and Facebook and Samsung about contact lenses that connect to your, your, your smartphone? I thought it was science fiction. Apparently, it's about to be real. And I want to chat about American Vandal, the newest Netflix show that just came out uh, tonight, I believe. Uh, and the question of the day, I want to pick your brain about some funny, dumb stuff. But that's tonight's show. Let's, let's get into it. If you're anything like me, you have a love-hate relationship with Facebook. I mean, I love certain things. I hate certain things. Hate. I hate those videos that are actually photos. That you click on them and you watch the video. Or nope. Oh, it's a photo. Waste my time. I love connecting with my friends and then having Facebook remind me that it's their birthday, even though I forgot. And then I can text them like I remember, like I'm a real friend. Love that. One of the things I hate, though, is the fact that it's kind of hot or cold depending on who you follow. So if I say, hey, you're my friend now, and I see you in your feed, I can say, yeah, I don't want to see you very much, or I don't want to see you very much, I want to see less of you, or I can unfollow you. It kind of feels like it's all or nothing. What I want is a snooze button. So if Uncle Joe was getting weird around, I don't know, the 4th of July, I want to be able to snooze Joe for seven days, and then have him come back to my feed like regular, because people go through ups and downs, and sometimes I get sick of you, and you get sick of me, of course, and you know, you just kind of need a break. Well, good news, Facebook is currently testing the snooze button, where you can snooze a friend from your news feed up to 24, a uh, few days, or even seven days, probably even more than that, you probably can customize it at some point. But I think this feature is really important and kind of goes to how we go as humans. Like we don't hang out with our same friends each and every day all the time unless we're probably in school with them. And that's a different thing altogether. But sometimes you just need a break from your friends and especially your family. And what better way to do it outside of unfollowing them, right? Like you do want to see them and hear from them eventually. But this way, this way it comes back. And that's nice. That's nice. And I want to thank you, Mr. Zuckerberg, for making this happen. I can remember watching an old VHS tape we had in our house that contained Terminator 2. And I watched this show when I probably shouldn't have. I was way too young to watch the show, but I was intrigued. John Connor, like the explosion scenes, Terminator T-1000, all that sort of stuff. It kind of messed me up a little bit in the sense of I love technology and I love how technology impacts the future. And while nah, I'm not really sold on time travel yet, I do pay attention to really, really neat things that are coming down the pipe. And we've all imagined, like, wouldn't it be great if we had cameras or videos, uh, video, video recording things in our eyes? And we expect it to happen at some time. And by eyes, I mean contact lenses, uh, the bionic stuff, whatever might come eventually. But I just saw today that Facebook and Samsung and Google have all applied for patents to make this technology real. And this is kind of like one of those, whoa, like I stand back and wait moments of the future is that close? Like they're already applying for patents and, you know, if you apply for a patent, it doesn't mean it's necessarily close. People apply for patents all the time, but it does mean that they have a solution to actually make it happen. That we're getting close enough that maybe 10 years down the road, I will be taking photos by blinking and those photos, what I see goes right to my phone. Because that would be way easier, wouldn't it? Just to be able to say, oh, I love the sunset, click my eye and then boom, it's on my phone. But how creepy is that in the sense of or how strange and terrifying is that in the sense of privacy where you can be having a conversation with anyone at any time of the day and they can be recording you or they can be taking a photo of you 
my business partner Justin has these snap spectacles, which I'm sure a lot of you have too, where you know you, they're like sunglasses with a little camera in the corner. But the, at least the camera light you know, circles when you're recording someone, so you kind of know. But maybe you don't. I don't know. But the future is going to be weird. Weird. And if we think privacy stuff is, is weird now, I can only imagine that it gets exponentially more, not worse, but intense. Definitely intense in the future. And if you're like me, you're excited for it. I'm excited for the, the new tech and, and how we can kind of make people's lives better through it. That's what I really admire about tech. Uh, less so like the John Connor end of the world, Sarah Connor stuff. I don't need Arnold Schwarzenegger coming to my room and telling me that I need to get out. He's going to save the world. That sort of thing. Not into that. Into contact lenses that take photos. Emmy season's coming up, and that means you're going to hear a lot about TVs and movies, uh, the shows that are you know the best in the world. And I used to really care about this a long time ago because I was a big fan of Netflix, and I loved how Netflix at the time felt like it served me as a customer with its content. And then Netflix and Amazon and Hulu started winning all these awards, and you know I'm kind of over it now. I'm thankful that they do. Let me just clarify that. But it's not the same kind of stimulation of like, wow, they won another one. But that's not to say that they're not still making good content. And what I love about Netflix is when I watch their new shows, because they have access to all this data, right? Of they build their shows based on our habits. And someone was, someone was complaining today about how Netflix has gotten rid of the title screen for one of its new shows, Glow. And the title screen would come up for the first episode, but after that, they got rid of it. And they were mad about it because they thought, you know, the title screen is beautiful. And by, by title, I mean the intro screen. But I just thought to myself, one, no, those suck. They're so annoying. At least they have the skip intro button for the old stuff. But two, obviously people are not wanting to watch them. This person who's writing this article is the anomaly. And I think that, that we just have to adapt to change. They're probably the same kind of person that said when Instagram changed from a chronological feature to um, the algorithm feature, they're like, ah, I don't want it to change. Well, no, you, were, you liked it and you enjoyed it, but this new one will be better. Just give it time. Anyway, I love... When Netflix puts out a new show, because I, I always ask myself, what, what kind of data made them, drove them to do this, and who are they targeting with it? So the new one came out today, American Vandal. And for the uninitiated, American Vandal is a crime drama that's a mockumentary on like the traditional crime drama, which in my world really peaked last Christmas, I believe. Maybe it was Christmas before, with Stephen Avery and the whole making a murder case. If you haven't watched that, stop listening to the show and go binge on that for a couple of days. It's amazing. But for me, one, it was brilliant when they released it. They released it over Christmas when we all had some time off to kind of binge and get excited about this. And then all the petitions came out. But two, it spun off a lot more stuff. People were talking about that and they wanted more. And there was like, there's new ones called like The Keepers, I think, and Confession Tapes. And anyway, we want more and more of this. But they, this one is the same kind of idea. But it's, it's a mockumentary one. So it's about this kid in high school, I think it's down in California, who sprays penises on all of his uh, on all of his school teachers cars and it's just so to me it's funny because it's so it's so tongue-in-cheek the whole thing and it's it's kind of explicit if you're not into that sort of thing uh, explicit in the words that they use to describe stuff uh, but I just think it's I think it's funny how Netflix will say oh people love this we're gonna take this data and combine it with this data and hit this group and they're brilliant at it what does bug me though is the fact that I will actually never know if if American Vandal is successful as Netflix wants it to be. I'll hear reviews on the internet, sure. And people saying, yeah, it was funny or it was this. And people saying to watch it or don't watch it. And that IMDb rating will be whatever it is. But I'll never know if Netflix is satisfied with those results. Because I can't actually see their data. They don't show it to anyone. The only real data I get is when they cancel a show. So Girlboss came out the other day. on other day, I think it was last year. Uh, based off of the whole Nasty Gal story. And it was only made one season. People thought, hey, this is a great show. 
whatever. It was canceled. So that's kind of my, my, my data set of, you know what? It wasn't good enough. But anyway, all this to say, one, give American Vandal a shot if you're over the age of 18 to 21. And let me know what you think about it because I was sitting here laughing at the fact that this is really sarcastic and incredibly unique. And I'm going to give it – I'm on episode two now. I'm going to give it a few more. I kind of want your feedback – did you like it? Did you not like it? Would you watch it again? One of my favorite parts of the show is question of the day, and I'll get a jingle for that at some point. But I want to know, what is the funniest slash dumbest thing you've ever seen on the internet that just cracked you up and made you laugh? And for those of you who don't know me very well, which is probably most of you listening to this, I really like to laugh. I love funny things on the internet. And having grown up on the Three Stooges, I really like slapstick humor. So the other day, Justin showed me this uh, this biker or not biker who's a skateboarder who was skating skating near the uh, the ledge of some water and they fell off and this guy on a bike was going to save it this the skateboard and tried to drive over the skateboard but didn't and then fell into the water himself i love that stuff i love that stuff and the one i want to share with you right now is there's this four-part picture series on the internet of a woman whose face is pink glittered colored painted pink and the title of it says see you in court Palmer products. And the next picture is a, a close-up of the paint jar that says, this is poster paint. It washes off easily. It's washable paint. Don't worry about it. And the last photo is something that I just laughed so hard at. And it was this woman's face with the paint washed off it and her skin was dyed heavily pink. Oh, man. You cannot make that sort of stuff up. And I just love I love to laugh, and I don't know, it just struck me as funny. And maybe that's because it's so late. It's almost midnight here on Friday night. But if you have a funny video that you want to share without any, I need to check out, please let me know because I love to laugh. If you get that reference, uh, we're closer than you think. We did it. That's the Friday Night Roundup. Thank you for listening to the station. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for that, I'm thankful. Thank you for listening. My name is Greg. Feel free to favor the station. Tell your friends about it if you like it. Give me some feedback. Some of you are commenting. No one's really calling in yet, which is fine. We'll get there. But we're growing. We're growing, and it's great. And I look forward to tomorrow. I'll see you then. Toodaloo. Hi, I, I just wanted to know how does the Facebook news work? I'm enjoying your station. Well done. Real quick follow-up to your question, Diva. Thanks for calling in. The Facebook snooze button, it works just like any other post you would see in your news feed. You just tap the top right corner, and it gives you the option. Do you want to hide this? Do you want to unfollow this person? And they're testing it out right now. So Facebook tests different features from time to time, and the ones that catch on, we all get them. So you may not see it right now, but I'm sure, because I think it's going to work for a lot of different people, and we all want it, you'll see it sooner than later. So when, you, when it works, it'll be top right corner of a post. You select the snooze, and it'll give you the options. Uh, I believe it's 24 hours, a couple, couple days, and a week right now. Thanks for the call in.